Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Esther has finally met Gimble. Araya got Esther to the new encampment without any problems, but then had to run off to return to see Eliza. Esther goes into Gimble's tent and learns that he has met her father. Esther cannot believe she is here talking to Gimble and that he has met her father. She has just one question that she needs to ask him, but she is worried about what his answer might be. The Magical Book of Dreams, Part 17 A soft, warm light spread over the interior of Gimbal's tent, coming from curious glowing orbs that floated gently near the tent's ceiling, illuminating the interior with a comforting, warm glow, a contrast to the dullness outside. The tent smelled musty, likely from the many old books and scrolls she saw in baskets, ready to be moved at a moment's notice. Esther also noticed the sweet smell of exotic herbs and a faint, smoky undertone from the fire. She took another sip of her tea, enjoying its unique taste, not wanting to drink too quickly. She had no idea she was this thirsty until this oddly satisfying beverage was given to her. Drinking also gave her a moment to gather her thoughts, to try and ask the right questions. But first, she had to know the answer to the most obvious question. The answer must be yes, it must. The look in Gimbel's eyes when mentioning her father told her so. Is my father alive? She blurted, tea dripping down her chin. Only slightly surprised at her bluntness, Gimbel replied, Oh, yes, yes, uh, at least I should hope so. I'm sure I would know if something bad happened to him. Esther felt like a great weight had been lifted from her shoulders. So many years she wondered, believed that the stories were not true, that he couldn't have just disappeared, that something terrible had happened, or that he just didn't want to come home. She wanted to cry. Her eyes shimmered holding back a reservoir of unshed tears, but this wasn't the time. She must be strong. Then why didn't he come home? She said quietly. Oh, dear, he couldn't. None of us could. I'm a traveler and spent much of my life doing just that. I would have loved to have visited this place as it once was, stayed for a while and moved on to another place perhaps equally as beautiful. But the queen will not allow it, and the artifact has diminished all the good magic required to open a portal. Now we work to try and return this realm to what it once was. Gimbal paused and caught his breath before continuing. 
I'm not much of a host. Let me get you more tea and a bit more to eat. I have plenty of tea and enough food. Most of our food is very bland and sometimes bitter, but the tea? Well, the tea I have is still divine. It's very tasty, thank you, Esther replied, still trying to control her emotions. Gimble returned with a plate of dark-colored food that Esther didn't recognize, and another pot of tea, fresh off a large, ornate stove that dominated part of the room. The stove is the only thing I have left from my old house. It's very big, but surprisingly light. It was made from good magic and is incredibly strong for its weight. It looks very beautiful, Esther said, taking another bite of food, not bothering to taste it. She hadn't been this hungry since the time the headmaster had forced her to work in the school gardens all day. She had been punished for daydreaming for what the headmaster referred to as the 100th time that week. Where is my father? I... I have been waiting for him forever, and many said that something bad happened to him or that he didn't want to come home. Mother treats the issue like he has already passed over the Rainbow Bridge, Esther asked, trying hard to control her emotions. And you still had hope, Gimble said, absently stroking his long flowing beard. I just never believed that it could be true. He always traveled around for work, and I guess we are alike because he would always be sitting and daydreaming while he looked off in the distance. Hope is a powerful force and one of the reasons why you are here, Esther. You are going to need hope and more for the journey ahead. You see, after a time, your father became part of the group of elders who set out to help those most affected by the gray that befell our realm. We have crossed paths many times over the years. Eventually, we all came to the same conclusion. What conclusion? That our efforts were less effective than we had hoped. For real change, to really help the people here, we must bring back good magic. With good magic comes color. And with color comes joy, food, and hope. Unfortunately, many of these elders were caught and imprisoned by the Queen's guards. My father was caught? Are you sure he is okay? Esther felt the weight on her shoulders returning again. The tears, too. Many of the guards are sympathetic and the queen would rather have the people she thinks are against her close under the watchful eye of the artifact. I doubt he is comfortable, but I have heard he is fine. We have much to discuss and much to do, but do me one small favor first. Please tell me about Shirewood or the kingdom as a whole. It has been so long since I have been there. Too long. Gimble asked as he leaned forward, eager to learn. He also needed time to collect his thoughts to decide how fast to proceed. Despite knowing that her arrival would be imminent, 
he didn't feel prepared to tell all about what may transpire and what her role might be. I don't know much of the kingdom as my mother never wanted to travel and certainly wouldn't allow me. I've spent all my life in Shirewood, but I was determined to see all of the kingdom as soon as possible. You have a little brother as well? Gimble asked. Esther knew it had only been a few days, but it felt like ages since she had seen that little stinker. And her mother. She felt the tears coming, so she decided to quickly share more, hoping that talking would stop the flow. Shirewood has always held to tradition, with the elders enforcing the old ways. Magic isn't used, and we rely upon our talents more than those of the rest of the kingdom, especially the areas around the mystical forest, castle, and towns nearby. Ah, the mystical forest. The color, the food, the gnomes, unicorns, and dragons. How I miss them, Gimble said, smiling as he looked off into the distance, like he could actually see what he was talking about. I don't think much has changed in Shirewood since you last visited. Since the travelers started disappearing... Shirewood stopped being a waypoint for what the elders always referred to as outsiders. No one wanted to go to the unknown realm, and the elders discouraged all travel, especially to the unknown realm. Talking about it became taboo. Now, we follow the old ways more closely than ever before, and without any influence from people coming through, few objected. Except for people like myself, who still read the literature from the beyond. The elders may be wiser than you know. Can I get you more tea? Gimble asked. No, I am fine, thank you. You are lucky that you had Araya to guide you to our encampment. I'm afraid we have to move from place to place more frequently than we did in the past. There are only a few villages and towns left that aren't under the full control of the queen. Is it because of the Chickalors? Esther asked. No, the Chickalors are more of a nuisance. We have animals and creatures here that can persuade them to move on. There are worse creatures in the glades that support the queen. Oh, Esther said as she suppressed a yawn. She didn't know which feeling was stronger, the fear of some bad creature roaming the glade or how she felt absolutely exhausted. You must be tired. I'm sure you have many questions about the realm and your father, and we do have much to prepare and discuss, but all that can wait until you have some sleep. I always found a good rest helped me prepare for the challenges ahead. Gimble said, standing up and walking over to a private area in his large tent. Following his lead, Esther stood up, but her legs felt like sacks of heavy vegetables. She could hardly walk, and her legs were sore. It was so uncomfortable 
She was wondering if she could make it across the tent. I've prepared this area and bedroll for you to sleep in. It should give you some privacy. I like to stay up late and write in my journal. So if you need anything, please let me know. I should be in my study nook. Thank you, Gimbal, Esther said as she plopped on the bed, unable to control her legs like she should have been able to. She was too tired to perform her usual nighttime routine and accepted the dirt and dust on her face. As he walked away, Gimbal said quietly, It's so wonderful to have the daughter of Elleric here at last. Now we have hope. Esther lay there, her mind racing, and despite her exhaustion, she found it hard to sleep. Her father was alive, and she was much closer to finding him and taking him home. If she wasn't so tired, her legs so sore, she would have asked Gimbal where he was and run to save him. When she entered the tent, she was so focused on the question about her father and food and drink that she hardly noticed her surroundings. Well, except for the musty smell that reminded her of her library at school. The interior was far more expansive than the exterior suggested, a magic Esther suspected of Gimbal's doing. Around the perimeter, she could see even more baskets filled to the brim with books, scrolls, and various artifacts, some of which seemed to defy the laws of physics with their floating, spinning, and gentle glowing. There was certainly still some good magic about. Looking out what served as her door, she could see in one corner a cozy nook held plush cushions and a low table laden with old dented teapots and sturdy cups. That must be his study, she thought. The tent was warm and quiet, and her bed was comfortable. Despite her curiosity, her body demanded rest, and Esther eventually fell fast asleep. Gimble, Gimble, come quickly. There have been some injuries. Esther didn't know how long she had been asleep, but the lights in the tent were down low, and since the outdoors was always dim, she couldn't tell if it was morning or the middle of the night. But the shouts and the calls to Gimble woke her all the same. She sat up and groggily mumbled, What's going on? She could move her legs, that was a good sign. Trying to get up, she soon realized that they were still sore. She sighed. Why is there always some emergency when I am trying to rest? Walking out from the makeshift room where she slept, she saw Gimble returning, a small leather bag in his hand. What's wrong? She squeaked. She needed more to drink as her throat felt like sandpaper. One of the guards was attacked by a group of chickalores and was hurt. Nothing too serious, but the way they approached us was quite different, and I am afraid it scared many of the people on duty. Why? 
Araya said to be careful, but I didn't realize they would want to hurt people. Something has changed, Esther, and I fear your time with us may be cut short. Esther was too tired to be shocked. Why? What has changed? The change is you. They are looking for you, Esther. And that is the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>